I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump's lawyer, John Eastman, is about to go on trial uh, in the state bar of California's disciplinary uh, proceedings before a state bar judge seeking to revoke the legal license of John Eastman for his participation in the January 6th insurrection, as well as his planning and support of other efforts to overthrow our democracy. You may recall back in January of 2023, we reported on the filing of official disciplinary charges by the State Bar of California on January 26th of 2023. Uh, The 11 charges arise from allegations that Eastman engaged in a course of conduct to plan, promote, and assist then-President Trump in executing a strategy unsupported by facts or law to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 election by obstructing the count of electoral votes of certain states. Specific charges allege that Eastman made false and misleading statements regarding purported election fraud, including statements on January 6, 2021, at a rally in Washington, D.C., that contributed to provoking a crowd to assault and breach the Capitol to intimidate then-Vice President Pence and prevent the electoral count from proceeding. So earlier this week, the uh, pre-trial hearing was held. Um, that precedes the trial, which will be taking place at the end of this month. And uh, this trial is particularly notable um, because of the witness list uh, that both parties uh, intend to call. And so we're going to see testimony from people who we really haven't seen speak before or people who have invoked their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, at least when it comes from uh, Eastman's list. So uh, as part of the trial that that's going to take place at the end of this month. John Eastman's witness list includes Kurt Olson, a lawyer who spoke with Trump multiple times on January 6th and who helmed legal efforts to unravel the election results in multiple states. Peter Navarro, uh, the former Trump advisor who authored discredited reports on election integrity during the final weeks of 2020. Kurt Hilbert, a lawyer who worked on Trump's post-election litigation in Georgia. Linda Kearns, a lawyer who worked on Trump's post-election lawsuit in Pennsylvania. Former Georgia Georgia State Senator William Lagan. Doug Logan, the CEO of the uh, group, the uh, Cyber Ninjas that did the fake audit in Arizona. Um, And Russell Ramsland, who was involved with a review of voting machines in uh, Antrim County, Michigan, that became the source of a lot of Donald Trump's conspiracy theories. Not sure why any of those uh, witnesses are going to be helpful uh, in any way for uh, John Eastman. And some of the people the state bar uh, intend to call uh, Secretary of State of Michigan, Jocelyn Benson. Uh, They're also going to be calling Greg Jacob, former vice president's a general counsel, um, and other people who were aware of the conduct, uh, the criminal conduct being committed by uh, John Eastman. The California State Bar's official trial counsel in the pretrial brief wrote the following, quote, It's no overstatement that democracy stood on the precipice. Had Vice President Pence followed 
John Eastman's baseless advice, the country would have plunged into a profound constitutional crisis. Eastman and Trump's plan violated our nation's most fundamental commitments to the rule of law and the orderly transition of power, and it rested upon transparently false claims of election fraud that continue to harm our uh, democracy to this day. The case is going to be heard before a state bar judge, Yvette Rowland, again at the end of this month, one of the so-called expert witnesses that John Eastman claims that he uh, intends to call is John Yu. But what's surprising about that is John Yu had also informed former Vice President Pence that he did not have the power to uh, overthrow the election on January 6th, although um, John Yu also apparently provided um, uh, some support for the unlawful 12th Amendment theory uh, that was being advanced by John Eastman, that essentially state legislatures had the ability to just basically do whatever the hell they want, um, and that former Vice President Pence could just make the decision to throw it back to the state legislatures on January 6th, not count the electoral votes, um, that would say that President Biden, then candidate Biden won, and just overthrow and topple uh, our democracy. So that trial is going to happen at the end of this month. You'll recall as well, though, one of the things that is obviously going to aid the state bar prosecutors in this matter is that a federal judge in California, Judge David Carter, has already made a ruling over a year ago, maybe around 18 months ago or so at uh, this point, that the crime fraud exception applied to the purported attorney-client relationship between John Eastman and Donald Trump. This is one of our new favorite partners, Shortform. Shortform isn't just some run-of-the-mill product. This is truly amazing. And at its core, Shortform is condensed books. Look, we're all incredibly busy, and reading an entire book is challenging in 2023 with everything going on in our lives. But that's exactly why Shortform is so great for so many people. First, I love the condensed information. Shortform provides the most important information of what you're reading, so you don't have to worry about missing out on any key learnings. Also, after a chapter or an idea is presented, they'll have these journaling moments where they'll ask you questions to make sure you're keeping yourself engaged. The combination of reading and reflecting, it keeps your mind sharp, and it's awesome. I love this app, and I'm so happy they're a sponsor of this show. They have a great range of books, like Kobe Bryant's The Mamba Mentality, which is a powerfully motivating read, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, which is fascinating, and Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, which helped me teach me about self-confidence and so much more. Shortform has new books and articles every week. And if you're a subscriber of the Midas Touch podcast, get a free trial and additional 25% discount on the annual subscription. Join Shortform through my link shortform.com slash Midas. That's a free trial and an additional 25% discount on the annual subscription of Shortform at shortform.com slash Midas. You'll remember the January 6th committee subpoenaed John Eastman's emails and text messages. John Eastman was a law professor, and that's as a lawyer, it's horrific to think that this individual was teaching law, 
at a law school called Chapman University in Southern California. Therefore, because he lived in California, his email servers and uh, communication devices were in California, Eastman, in trying to block the January 6th committee from getting his emails and text messages, filed a motion actually like a whole new lawsuit seeking an injunction. He had to file it in the Central District of California. Judge David Carter is a federal judge who's within the Southern Division within the Central District of California. It sits in the Orange County area. The case got assigned to Judge David Carter, where John Eastman in this lawsuit asked the federal judge to block having to turn over emails, to block having to turn over uh, text message communications on the basis of attorney-client privilege, saying these are my confidential communications and legal advice to Donald Trump. The January 6th committee challenged that, and in two major orders, Judge David Carter made the judicial finding. You'll remember these very famous rulings. He said that John Eastman and Donald Trump were engaged in a coup in search of a legal theory and that they were engaged, both of them, in the crimes of obstruction of an official proceeding and otherwise seeking to try to overthrow our democracy and trying to interfere with a free and fair election. And on that basis, Judge David Carter ordered not all of the documents, but the documents, the emails and text messages that were determined to be in furtherance of criminal conduct, those documents were turned over to the January 6th committee and made public. So, for example, we know through the emails that John Eastman was sending that he knew his claim that the 12th Amendment supported the ability of the vice president to overthrow the election just sua sponte on his own just to say, hey, the electoral votes say this, but I'm not going to count them. Eastman knew that was false. His communications acknowledge it was false. There's an email where he goes, maybe we can get one Supreme Court justice, obviously referring to Clarence Thomas, to back us here, but otherwise we will lose, thus acknowledging that their plan was unlawful from the outset. There were also other text messages and emails where John Eastman was aware, for example, in Georgia, that Donald Trump was signing uh, perjurious uh, that he was suborning perjury, Eastman was, that Donald Trump was filing false declarations claiming that there was election fraud when there was not any election fraud, certainly not any capable of overturning the results of the election. So, for example, in these declarations that Eastman supported, Donald Trump would say things like, all these dead voters voted and all of these absentee votes, you know, shouldn't have been counted and um, all these people who don't live in the state voted and they shouldn't have voted. So Donald Trump would make those allegations, um, not make those allegations, he would make those factual averments under penalty of perjury. And then we have communications where Eastman's like, essentially, hey, we know that's false, right? Like that's not accurate. And then they submitted the false declarations anyway. So the fact that you have a judge federal judge in California where John Eastman practices law saying that Eastman engaged in criminal conduct, a coup, 
that's something that the state bar judge, um, I think, will be able to take what's called judicial notice of those findings or at least adopt those findings of a very esteemed federal judge as part of the decision ultimately to disbar, revoke the license of John Eastman. Now, the state bar proceedings are not civil. They're not criminal. These are disciplinary proceedings before a state bar judge with the implication that John Eastman would lose his legal license, lose his ability to practice law again. Ultimately, Eastman could appeal that to the eventually to the California uh, Supreme Court. Um, but in my own view, it's a fairly clear-cut case. Eastman was one of the pioneers of treason in trying to overthrow a free and fair election. He was the architect of a lot of these plans. Other lawyers who worked for Donald Trump, who called themselves Team Normal, although I don't know how Team Normal you can be if you work for Donald Trump, like Eric Hirschman and uh, Pat Cipollone and, and, and some of those other lawyers had told Eastman, hey, you better have a lawyer because you're committing crimes right now. But Eastman and Trump and Sidney Powell and Giuliani, by the way, Giuliani, whose license is suspended, um, they all pushed ahead. The Jenna Ellis, who got farted on by Rudy Giuliani at those weird hearings, and she contracted COVID um, thereafter. Um, you know, as we always say here, MAGA stands for make attorneys get attorneys or also make attorneys lose their legal license um, and oftentimes face even more significant uh, consequences than even losing your legal license. But that's the thing. You know, Donald Trump filed 70-plus uh, lawsuits challenging the results of the 2020 election. Not only did he essentially lose all of them, but a lot of them were deemed so frivolous that the lawyers are losing their legal licenses, um, facing criminal consequences, been seriously sanctioned um, because the stuff that they were saying is just is just false. It's just false. You know, we did a video about what Chris Christie said at this recent CNN town hall, and Chris Christie said, "Look, just show me show me the evidence. If there's genuinely evidence of election fraud, if there's genuinely evidence of the things." that are being said, show it to me. Look, we would all want to see evidence. We're an evidence fact-based network. Show, show me facts, please. Because I live in a fact-based world and a fact-based system. You, know, you don't shout, oh, he's a Marxist, communist, deep state, ballot dumps, ballot dumps, dumps this, dumps that. You know, that, that's ridiculous. Sh show me the facts. Show me the evidence. Let's review them and let's be able to make decisions. And here, someone like Eastman, dishonored, disgraced our legal profession and disgraced our democracy and engaging in this heinous and despicable conduct that he's going to be held accountable for. We'll cover that hearing here on the Midas Touch Network when the hearing takes place in, in a few weeks, but I think we can expect John Eastman to lose his legal license. That's my opinion of where I think the judge is ultimately going to decide, but we'll keep you posted. I'm Ben Micellis. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch and wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast and have a fantastic day. 
At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right, gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.